The Easter Day message we heard reminds us to rejoice in the gift of this new day. And doing this, we may know the light of God's presence with us. And it might set our hearts on fire with love for our risen Lord Jesus now and forever. Wherever you are right now, whatever the day outside looks like, let's take a moment to rejoice in this day. It is a gift from God and as we do, let's centre our hearts on God's presence with us now and throughout this day, whatever it may hold for us. Our scripture today is from the Song of Songs, chapter 7, starting at verse 10 and concluding in chapter 8, verse 5. I belong to my beloved and his desire is for me. Come, my beloved, let us go to the countryside. Let us spend the night in the villages. Let us go early to the vineyards to see if the vines have budded, if their blossoms have opened and if the pomegranates are in bloom. There I will give you my love. The mandrakes send out their fragrance, and at our door is every delicacy, both new and old, that I have stored up for you, my beloved. If only you were to me like a brother who was nursed at my mother's breasts, then if I found you outside, I would kiss you and no one would despise me. I would lead you and bring you to my mother's house. She who has taught me. I would give you spiced wine to drink, the nectar of my pomegranates. His left arm is under my head, and his right arm embraces me. Daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you, do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. Who is this coming up from the wilderness? leaning on her beloved. That first line, I am my beloved's and his desire is for me, sees a maturing of the bride's love affair with her beloved. At the start of her journey, at the start of that book, she declares with perhaps a possessive ring, my beloved is mine. But at the same time, she makes the lament, they made me take care of the vineyards, my own vineyard I had to neglect. But now here at last, the bride, having taken care and tended her vineyards, having caught the little foxes that were ruining it, having gone through darkness and winter and desert, has emerged leaning on her beloved. And her concern is now not selfish, but outwardly focused. The church fathers and many others have said of this beautiful passage that it is speaking of the mission fields. So in the fifth century, Aponius wrote, therefore this soul would desire to go out from the dwelling place of the synagogue and the city of the Hebrew nation into the field of the great multitude of the peoples for the sake of redeeming the other nations. Spurgeon declares this passage to be a call for revival. A loving church spontaneously puts herself upon widened service. She has a large heart towards her Lord 
and longs to see him reign over all mankind. She does not wait to hear again the Macedonians cry, come over here and help us, but she is prompt in mission enterprise. She says, let me go to the regions beyond to break up the fallow ground and cause the wilderness to bloom. And what about us as we emerge from this wilderness? Will we be the people, the lover, leaning on her beloved? What a picture to be leaning on our Lord, the one who has risen, the one who is both the lover of our soul and our friend. And that takes time to cultivate that desire for our beloved, to be in his presence, to lean on him. Let's just pause a moment to recognise that we are in the presence of our beloved, our friend. He is the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you have been raised from the dead. You are alive. You have defeated death. You are the one who brings us overcoming hope, everlasting joy, the peace of God. You are the hope of the nations and you have sent us to the mission fields. And we, as your people, send us out to make passionate disciples for you, our Lord Jesus. Amen. <laughs>